Hi folks, a shout out this week to Sharon Pask, who did a review of the Take On Board podcast. Thanks, Sharon. She says, gender pay gap episode, very informative session with Emma Ray. Thank you. Well, thank you, Sharon, for taking the time to do a review. We love to get reviews here. And thanks to Emma for doing that episode. Second announcement for this week. This week we're hearing from Kari Hatch. And listen right through to the end of the episode where she shares resources because not only does she share some resources in the episode itself, but sent me a voice memo afterwards with some additional ones. So there's some gold in there. Radio, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Take On Board podcast, where we talk all things boards and governance. I'm your host, Halia Svensson. Being on a board can be interesting, valuable and exciting, yet it can also be really lonely, challenging and hard. So here at Take On Board, we'll bring you weekly tips, tricks and advice to help you build your governance wisdom. We'll shine a light on how to navigate your way onto your first board or to build your board portfolio. We'll also help you to work through those challenges that keep you awake at night. Each week, I'll talk to women who have been there, done that, and together we'll discover what we need to take on board to be your best in the boardroom. Hello and welcome to the final episode of Take On Board for 2020. And what a year it has been. So in this episode, I'm going to take you through my RSVP process, an invitation to reflect on the year and set intentions for 2021. We do this in the final session of my group program, Board Accelerator, which is my program for women board members. So at the end of this episode, I'll also share some of the reflections from that group. So what is the RSVP formula? There's four steps. Firstly, review. We'll look back over 2020. Secondly, superpowers. What are you absolutely awesome at and should do more of? Thirdly, V is for values. What are the emotions or feelings you want more of in 2021? And what are the key values that underscore them? And finally, P is for purpose. Start with the end in mind. What's your purpose for 2021? your goals, your aims, your intentions or your ambitions for the year that's coming. So let's go through it step by step and as we go I'll give you some of my reflections on the year and at the end I'll put it all together for you and as I said we will also hear from some of the Board Accelerator participants on what their intentions for 2021 are as well. Step one, we reflect on the year that has passed. So some of the guiding questions that you might use to do this reflection process. Firstly, what are the three things you're most proud of from 2020? Secondly, what were three of the most significant challenges you faced? I'm sure we can all think of some challenges from this year. Third, if you could wave a magic wand and change one thing from 2020, what would it be? Fourth, what didn't serve you well in 2020? What beliefs or people or circumstances, assumptions, blocks, attitudes, fears would it help you to leave behind as you head into 2021? Fifthly, what surprised you most about the year? And sixth, 
Which word or phrase sums up how you feel about the year that has just passed? So my reflections, in fact, firstly, can I say that when I introduced this for the group, we all kind of scoffed a little bit really about, you know, if you could wave a magic wand and change one thing, what would it be? And, you know, what word or phrase sums up how you feel? Oh, you know, exhausted. But it was interesting when we went through a deeper process of reflection, we really dug up some nuggets of gold in 2020. For me, things slowed down a lot. I'm in Melbourne, Australia, and for a good part of this year, we've had pretty strict restrictions due to COVID-19. For what feels like quite a big chunk of it, we weren't able to go more than five kilometres from home. There was a curfew on from 8pm to 5am. We were only allowed outside the house for four permitted reasons, that is to exercise or go shopping for necessities, healthcare or compassionate reasons. And for a large part of it, we were restricted in how long we could spend outside, even for exercise, so only an hour or so. So that felt very kind of small and local in a way. So I spent a lot of time in my suburb, a lot of time walking up and down the streets and around the Merry Creek and really getting to know my suburb, which I enjoyed. For work, I also do a lot of workshop facilitation, getting people together in a room to think strategically. And that had to happen in a whole new way in 2020. So I learned a whole lot of new things. I learned how to do virtual butcher's paper. I learned tricks to keep people engaged in workshops like pairing people up with a question and getting them to go for a walk over the phone, a walk together, and discuss whatever question it was I'd set. And I learned a lot about some of the online tools that we now kind of use almost every day like Mural to do online whiteboarding, post-it notes and sticker dot voting. There was a lot of value in the year and I actually wouldn't swap it. Having said that, you know, I have to call out my own privilege in being able to see 2020 as a valuable experience. And I don't want to be too rose-coloured glasses about this. I've certainly had my anxieties, my challenges and hardships. And even now, I feel like I've got a bit of COVID agoraphobia in being able to go out and see people. It just feels a little strange and I'm doing it, but it feels weird and uncomfortable. As I say, let's face it, 2020 is quite the year. So let's move on to our next step. Step two, S is for strengths or superpowers. Some of the guiding questions here. Firstly, when you're in the zone, what sort of things do you tend to be doing? Secondly, what sort of things do you do that you receive compliments for? What do people say you're awesome at? And thirdly, what do you tend to be doing when you feel most energised? So for me... My superpowers, look, they're really around building community and connecting. And that's part of this, this podcast. It's part of the Take On Board Facebook group. It's part of the way I run the Board Accelerator program. It's, it's about getting women together and getting them to connect and to trust and to learn from each other. Uh, at the start of the year, I do a coffee lucky dip where I match people up to go for a coffee together in real life or virtual. At the end of this year, at the end of 2020, I organised a get-together for women who are on Victorian health services. So for me, those things that really give me energy and, you know, I just love bringing good people together. I really love it. Secondly, in terms of my superpowers, building confidence and motivation, mostly in women. I 
Love to do that through my one-on-one coaching and through the group coaching. And thirdly, something that stood me in good stead for this year anyway, was that I actually really like trying out new things. So when COVID first hit, my first virtual workshop, I was trying a whole bunch of things that I hadn't done before and I was just up front with the group. Okay, let's give this a go and see how it works. And I actually love that. It really gives me energy to learn those new things and play with new things. Step three, V is for values. What do you want more of in 2021? So to do this, we need to focus on our emotions and our values. And I know for some people that might sound a bit kind of airy-fairy, but often when we set goals in the traditional way, we don't, I don't know, we don't feel it. And this helps us to really focus on what we want and to set the bar sometimes a little bit higher. You know, we long to feel things, to feel joyful, to feel calm, to feel secure, or peaceful, confident, alive, loving, and all those other feel-good emotions. So this step is about really focusing on how we want to feel in 2021 and using that as a guide for planning the year ahead. There's a whole bunch of guiding questions here, and I'll just share some of them with you. And I should say the RSVP worksheet that I'll put in the show notes so you can download it and do your own reflection for the end of year. So emotions, things to think about there. The last time I felt awesome was, or when I'm in the groove, the emotions that tend to pop up are, or other than happy, the other emotions I wish I felt more of are, what dot, dot, dot. And values, what are your key values? This could be a bit dark for 2020, but I'll say it anyway. Imagine your own eulogy. What qualities are people speaking of? What special memories are people reflecting on? Or thinking about your heroes. Who are three people that you admire? Why do you admire them? What are their qualities? How do they spend their time? How will other people remember them when they pass away? So for me, what are my key values? I do this activity quite often with women that I'm coaching where we kind of do this card game almost to identify key values. And I actually did it for myself a couple of years ago. So what are my key values? My five key values, firstly, love, to give love to others and receive love from those close to me. Secondly, gratitude. (laughs) And haven't we had a good chance to kind of reflect on that this year, to be thankful, ready to show appreciation and willing to return kindness. Thirdly, leadership. And it's more about the definition here of leadership, to exercise influence to make a positive difference. For me, I know it sounds trite, but I really want to help make the world a better place and, you know, to exercise my influence around that. Fourth one is ecology. And again, it's more about the definition here, to live in harmony with the environment. Yeah, you know, I like to live a sustainable or even a regenerative life and and do what I can to make sure that we can have a world to pass on to the next generation. And fifthly, fun, to play and have fun. And, you know, the interesting thing was when I sat down and did these values was that I really reflected around fun and I thought 
I'm one of those people that is lucky, so lucky to really love what I do work-wise and I have a lot of fun work-wise. But what occurred to me was that, you know, I probably wasn't focusing enough on having fun on a personal level. So since doing this activity, I've really tried to do things that give me joy and where I have fun. So out bushwalking or those sorts of activities that, you know, Travelling. I hadn't travelled in quite some time because I'd been running my own business. So I've worked out how to travel again just in time to not be able to travel. So, you know, really doing those things that give me joy. The other things when I reflected on the year that has just been, what are those emotions? More reflection, more presence, more space. And to make conscious choices, to really decide whether... I want to say yes or no to things to really make the space for me and to use that in the best way possible that's aligned with my values. Fourth step, setting our purpose. So let me try and pull this together. So reflecting on 2020, what I noticed was there was a lot of value in the year for me and that I actually wouldn't swap it for anything. My second observation was that I slowed down a lot. There was balance. I didn't work on the weekends. I really connected with my local community. And I was able to continue to connect with people, albeit not face-to-face. And my third observation was that I really loved learning and practising new things, such as virtual facilitation. My superpowers, firstly, building community and connecting. It's my thing. Secondly, building confidence and empowerment in women. And thirdly, trying new things, reveling in those new things. For 2021, I will focus on more reflection, presence and space. And those key values of mine, love, gratitude, leadership, harmony with the environment and fun. Definitely, last but not least, fun. So my goals for 2021. Goal one, conscious choices. I'm actually going to write it on a post-it note and have it sitting behind my computer screen so it's there in front of me all the time. Conscious choices. What am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to? I've got a couple of other kind of potential goals that I'll play with a little bit. But really, it's about conscious choices for me. But some of the other things I'm playing with, you know, do I turn my career coaching? Do I give an option to do that as a group? Because I'm really good at bringing people together. And the other thing I'm playing with is how do I build my own reflection muscle? You know, how do I make sure I'm doing some reflecting after programs and after my own coaching that I'm doing with other people or after my board meetings? How do I really build that in? So that's me for 2021. Now, before we close out, I want to share some of the goals from the Board Accelerator Group so you can hear what their reflections are as well. Firstly, you'll hear from Dominique Hess. You've heard from Dominique a few times in this podcast as she prepared her resume and then her interview and then as she prepared to take on her new board role with Trust for Nature. She's also a member of Greenfleet. Let's hear her reflections. Reflecting on 2020, I noticed that um, I survived. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was challenging. It was hard, but we adapted. And I said yes too much. My superpowers are holding a room and then online. I realised I'm actually good at facilitating as well. Uh, so that's good that those skills translate. I network through collaborating. I don't network through drinks and building people's egos, but through collaboration and solving problems together. That's something that Molly and I just learnt in our first session. So thank you, Molly. And number three is I'm happiest when I'm contributing and creating delight, mm -hmm. uh, which leads to what I want more of in 2021, which is more contributing and creating of delight. So making space for that. So it's more spaciousness in my life uh, and being more effective. So less rushing, more thinking. So that's 2021. Um, to do that, um, my first goal is I'm working with an Indigenous mentor to find my proper way and my right time, which is more about listening and slowing down and breathing and accepting not being able to change things straight away. I'm looking for a new board experience. Um, I've applied for the SB role um, and I'm joining the Risk and Audit Committee. So we'll see what that brings. Uh, and... Um, my third goal is my daughter starting high school, so just being there for that. Next, we'll hear from Sue Schlesinger. She's a member of University Council at Victoria University. So this year, my observations of the year, I was um, traumatised by my sister Nicola's death, um, but I had to keep going. I was able to provide a home and safety and security to my nephew, Luke. And my household's managed pretty well through COVID but so relieved to be at the end of that particular loop, being able to go back to school and being able to do more things around the house. One of my superpowers, I think, is just actually being able to do that and to have, have run the household. I'm swimming, um, which is something I enjoy, and our outdoor pool here in Oak Park is open, so I'm trying to do that two to three times a week, so that makes me feel strong. And... My superpower is, I haven't thought of it as it's, I'm just being able to focus a bit more now and I've got a good space out the back where I can do that. So that's good. And I'm just for my board work doing that a bit more thoroughly, both in the preparation and then in the reflection afterwards. I think that's probably a key thing for me to do. And in 2021, I am selling my house. I'm downsizing. I'm having a going to be moving to probably what will be quite a beautiful apartment, spacious, just here in Essendon. So that'll be good. So I feel like that is a bit of a fresh start doing that. And I'd just probably like to keep up some sort of physical thing, walking or, or swimming, just that bang in the outdoors. So that's me. And finally, we hear from Carol Alt, who is a board member at Wimmera Healthcare Group and also Vice President of Women in Film and Television Victoria. Observations were that I liked the slowing down over 2020. I liked the time to be able to get strong physically as well as to build strength in my other sort of skills and experience. And I really liked having a short, shortened to-do list, so not a lot of things kind of hanging over my head and wanting to get done. Superpowers, listening and questioning. I think also I'm quite flexible in terms of kids are grown, 
stable home life, I'm able to kind of sort of take some risks in regard to perhaps thinking about some new things to do. And I, I still want to grow. I still have a mindset that I want to learn and, and kind of do things differently. Um, I want to focus on maintaining some of that calmness into 2021, keeping some energy up and also doing some things that are fun and joyful and useful and, you know, kind of, make you smile and put a bit of a spring in your step. I want to consolidate some of the work I'm doing now, think about a new board role, perhaps mid 2020, and just really invest some time in myself around strength and confidence and spending time with family. So folks, thank you for being with me. I hope this RSVP process is valuable for you in reflecting on 2020 and as you start to set your goals for 2021. I hope it's a helpful tool. I hope hearing about some of my reflections were helpful as well as hearing some of the reflections from the group. So that's it from me for 2020. Thanks again for being part of this fabulous community. And as always, I would love it if you shared this podcast with some of your board colleagues or someone you know who's interested in boards and governance. And if you're not already a member of the Take On Board Facebook group, come on over. There's about five or 600 women over there now sharing experiences, resources and opportunities. Last but not least, a shout out to the fabulous Buffy Gorilla, my producer, and the equally fabulous Lisa Davis, my business manager. Without these two incredible women, there is just no way I'd be able to bring you this podcast every week. We'll be back in 2021 with more interviews as well as a few new things. So that, my friends, is a wrap for us here at Take On Board for 2020. Peace, love and good health to you as we close out the year and head into 2021.